Welcome, welcome to my lovely IHP community. We close our lovely Leo season with the love messages as those of you who have mastered being in your lovely heaven in the body, my functional adult, secure attachment individuals, you are someone who did not need somebody, the love of the life, to choose yourself. And we have a future story coming up on that. It's a cute one. You have some new pieces of content, uh, types of content. So we have the manifestation stories. I think we've already had some. And there's one that I just finished putting up for you all. And it's where you meet your teenage love of the life and you hold on to them. And, and then there's also some other shares. Um, but this is where the love cycle people, they don't need a love of their life to actually make the choice of their self but other people do. And those other people would be those who have had the shame cycle. Inner critic, outer critic, they will have been disconnected from their own ability to be Purusha Parakriti, and they will have, through their own love of the life mirror, whoever that may be, or whatever that may be, in this Leo season, they will have been able to choose their self and be an actual lion that roars. So again, the story actually is for those who are moving out of the blinders of being in a adaptive child that has childhood trauma or even just, you know, somebody who's become aware that they have insecure attachment style triggers. So they don't have to use those words, by the way, but they just know that they have met or they have a love of their life and they want to be able and step up as a person. So that means that they are a human being who wants to be more loving in their life and in their relationship. It's actually very straightforward. But we will talk a little bit about partnerships in those romantic ways because that's actually where we have some beautiful, beautiful Zen masters. Because the people who are essentially, and I am moving around, so you hear a little bit of moving, but I'm almost done just organizing the space for us our conversation the people who have become aware of their self as purusha prakriti some took them a little a little bit longer than could have but that's where when you have trauma and you don't know what it means to be able and repair rupture so you don't know what healthy love looks like because you don't know what love is and essentially it's not yet popular to talk about the polyvagal theory and how love is only established when you're in that ventral vagal state. It's still popular to think that love is unrequited, that you need to do things. And in fact, there's still a lot of ideas around sex that are pretty much completely visceral and don't know the difference between, uh, like the lady that is the sex educator that I've mentioned about the video I saw where she talks of the actual physiological way orgasms work and I laughed if you were one of the ones who tuned in because I was laughing as I had just finished watching it I think I'm like oh my gosh this is hilarious because I was thinking about how the yoga people uh, they play with elements like fire and water and and I laughed at that one not in a way of oh my gosh this is so hilariously stupid no in a way of wow you would spend so much time to actually master just one element of life. Like, why would you do that? You know, you got all these other things to do. But here's where, again, a love cycle person, we have a good relationship with who we are and with what life is. So we, we have a good relationship with subject matters. Plus, they're not 
anywhere near like the law. <laughs> We're mahasamadhi samadhi with it all the time. So this is why we don't understand why people get all pissy when we don't agree with them and they're like starting to list all these books is like okay i didn't i don't really care how many books you want to list me i still said what i said like why why are you making a big deal out of it so long story short again uh love cycle people we don't know how uncomfortable emotions are so for us love is the choice and this is why in the story i was saying we don't have a idea of this love of the life uh, and I'm going to leave that one alone so you can hear it when the story comes up. But long story short, that doesn't mean we don't have love. We actually always have love. That's the point. And that's also why, for me personally, when I met the word poly secure, I was like, okay, that's it. I'm a solo poly person. I've always been here because I love all people. And then the part about having Claire's, we know our oversoul, so we have special bonds. And that's the part. It's not bonds because of anything that has anything to do with something physical, it is and doesn't have to, in fact, be physical in any way, shape, or form. But there will be something that awakens us to who we are to each other. And that's the part. So let's get to that. Uh, for love cycle or not, if you're mystic in any way, shape, or form, and that means you do know about your oversoul, so you do know about your past lives, your future lives, okay? Here's where, for those of you who are here, if you've always been a love cycle, we don't diminish our oversoul. We get to know more of our oversoul. In my past years, I've gotten to meet so many more parts of my oversoul and of my future. These are people that are going to be my future, as well as people that I know won't be, or I'm pretty sure until I have some other data point that comes to me download but it's unnecessary i don't focus on wanting to find out more about my future i want to live maria and i don't my future is i'm not going to know it's me so it doesn't matter plus i actually know who i'm creating a life with in my future so there's that for example and here let's go back to love messages um the part about love cycle already having chosen oneself it's because we are purusha prakriti we're all a piece of this energy we don't want to copy or imitate somebody we're ourselves. My name's Maria. That's who I am. I'm not trying to be Sadhguru. I'm not trying to be any Buddha or Jesus. No way. No, these are people that I am so grateful. Jesus is my man, man. Jesus all over. Sadhguru and obviously Buddha. I'll respect Buddha. I've never read up on Buddha, but I know what the essence of Buddha is. So that's all I need to know. And I have Sadhguru. He's alive. I can use him to enlighten myself spiritually speaking which i do always and it's an honor other than that i love science and education and not the people who believe science like a religion no i actually do not engage with those people at all i engage with their content and material not in conversation because limited consciousness is not fun for infinite consciousness to be around because they are actually doomsday for us and we get really bored quick and don't want to be rude and we don't want to have to look at somebody look at us like we're a weirdo or look down like we're stupid because we're not so we don't actually want to put up with that that's all so we don't actually engage in an effort to not waste anybody's time body's time and that's all again leo we are always a leo man and women and they and we love leo season oh yes we do and with that being said um the loves of our lives We'll always 
have us expanding consciousness. This is what we know. So the love of my life, the loves of my lives, <laughs> again, those who we encounter that are in this little box, if you will, it's because we will instinctively know that we're going to expand consciousness. And when I say instinctively, I don't mean snap and done. There has to be an interaction. There has to be some form of exchange that creates then the dynamic and then there's a clarity. It's an immediate imprint. And love is always in the air for love cycle because we're always in our ventral vagal state. So for the other way around, that's why the love of the life of the people who awakened to their self and then went on their journey and found out that they're loved just like anybody else. They got to begin this kundalini awakening. Doesn't mean they had sex. Doesn't mean anything. And I know that all people like to use their little lists. Again, kundalini awakening is the unraveling of your unresolved trauma begins to come up and we're in a different time. It's called 2023. So people who grow up to integrated brains and restorative embodied selves, let me specify that. The optimized version of a human being, that's what I'm talking about. And so I'm not using ancient texts on purpose. I'm using optimization human being 101. You can integrate your brain and move into a restorative embodied self. And there's that. And we talk all about it and not in this channel guidance for sure. Okay, so people who meet that love of their life, whether it be for them a twin flame or soulmate, doesn't matter. Whether they're mystic or not a mystic, doesn't matter. The mystic will know, I know always, beforehand. No, I know when at hand, not beforehand, actually. Um, it's more of, what is, there's a way that you call it foresight. Anyways, long story short, it's once it's out and then you're like, ah, yeah, that's right. Okay, I could see that. Okay, so there's a recognizing of aspects that you will have felt. And then there's a being able to put your puzzle pieces for you and they fit. They always fit. So you always see how it fits in expanded world for love cycle people. For the shame cycle people, they first chip away at what they will have built that is not the essence of them. So the shame cycle has inner critic, outer critic, then they deny through addictions, drugs, sex, alcohol, food, distractions, uh, stories in their brain, not taking action and withdrawing, in fact, in silence, okay? And on that note, the very straightforward, if you manifest that which you desire and you get it and you see the beautiful self you are, you're also going to see the things that you're not bringing to the table and here's the equation of what are you going to do? Are you going to sit and be bored with the fact that there are aspects that you're going to work with? The people who are expanding their consciousness, you know what they're thinking about? They are taking that cup and they're saying, okay, suck it up buttercup to themselves that is so they're saying come on are you going to live fear for the rest of your life or are you going to take the one shot at the true love of your life what is it which one is it let me think hmm tick. no there's no thinking <laughs> there's taking action actually so here's the part for love cycle people we are always active so when we meet the love of our lives if you will when we meet those who we expand consciousness with we're always in a consistent contingent communication with them. So we do not uh, deviate from love. 
which is why we have a butt full of areas that we're always looking at when it comes to relationships. It's not a person, meaning we don't have to tend to our partner or partners for those of us who are polyamorous uh, because they're not our children. We, we don't do that. So we don't do children unless we have children and, and I don't have them and I don't want them. And if anybody does have them, they get to, you know, they're their children, not, not mine. So I, I'm, I'm always going to be like an auntie or something like that. And uh, that's about it. Long story short, where love is, love goes. And that's where we learn how to handle the hypocrites. The people that speak to us in loving and kind ways, but they actually despise us. This is also a channeled guidance because there are 4D, 3D, and adaptive children that use their actual hero, villain, rescue stories in their own brain, on their own, and that's where their unresolved trauma, their stuff comes up when they're around us. So when they see us, they see what they like and don't like. And because we don't stand on the side of what they would want to choose, they're selective. They're not all inclusive. So whenever they're around our energy, we'll feel a very specific energy that is, I don't like you. I wish you were not here. I don't like what you have to say. I don't like what you stand for. And these are unconscious, by the way. But remember that when people are not compassionate beyond a reason with all humanity, and anybody who's new, we don't believe in evil or the devil. Evil, if we use it, it's because it exists as a scale. Thank you, Michael Stone. 122 is his scale, and he's a forensic criminologist. So brain structure, again, in the embodied brain. And we are also here to help destigmatize all of the mental health diagnoses, so antisocial personality diagnoses, these are people, please uh, disengage from insulting them and learn about good trauma-informed approaches or anyways, learn about good words and don't weaponize them and start calling people names just because they don't do something that you want them to do. If you don't like them, you don't have to engage in relationship with them. You don't have to call them energy vampires, dark wars or evil or that they sold their soul to the devil that's for 3D talk, and there are people who are that, but this is not the community of 5D mystics or of Enlightenment Soul Age Group or of anyone who's a functional adult, who's a grounded human being, which is a person who knows about good trauma-informed stuff, and there's a variety of practitioners that do. So please go away if you're somebody who believes in evil or the devil or all that stuff, because this is not your place. Again, we only talk about love, so here's where our compassion triggers people who don't have this and I understand it and that's why I'm explaining it to you because you mystics will pick it up there are people near our energy spheres always because we're collective and some people are in the 4d plane and they believe in conspiracies energy vampires and that people can put magic spells on them they even think that it can affect their tummy and give them a stomach ache and stuff like that so leave it alone because here's the part, we're not saying it's not true or it's true. And let me specify, what you believe is what you believe. I'm disengaging from talking about those topics because no, it's not a truth. Energy is energy and if you allow yourself to believe in something, I can't allow you not to because it's your brain. It's your unconscious, it's your relationship with the collective energy. When I see people who are 4D, I explain to them 
I explained to them Patrick McNamara and the religious self and the neuroscience. I have that, thank goodness. And then I also explained to them that the devil and evil don't exist except for if anything in that mind's eye. I explained to them a lot of things. And again, I'm not, they don't hear any of it and they sit and they do things their way. And there's people that can help them if they actually are grounded in reality, they will go and seek professional help because as Patrick McNamara says there's no reason to withstand nightmares when they are creating a very unhealthy way of lifestyle so your body and your brain and you are not doing well emotionally or mentally there's a good mental health community and there's accessible I know some people talk about it not being accessible there's also people who do things for a nonprofit. reach out I'll help you find someone I mean there's plenty of people that are going to help you so Let's not go and say there's no help. There's help. There's there's plenty, but that's the part of also um, not picking any sides when it comes to people. We all can support to resolve this transgenerational trauma and a lot of other things that have taken place in our years of history as being ignorant human beings who were not as evolved as we are now and not knowledgeable as we are now about consciousness and the body and the brain and all that stuff, embodied brain. So love is in the air. And we get to be mirrors to that love. So people who did not have awareness of um, what it means to have compassionate relationships, functional adults, then master relationships, they do for the love of their life. They see the love of their life. They manifest the love of their life. They actually have a dream come true. Okay? Those people, they're on the other end of the spectrum, but they're out of blinders and they know they're worthy because they see their worth in the eyes of the person that is their beloved that has never ever once said to them you're a piece of shit and you don't deserve me you don't deserve love or you're a piece of shit not in this lifetime a bunch of bullshit that people who are adoptive children tell each other and we don't support any of it any human being who tells another human being that is their partner that they're a problem in my book i've always been like why would you do that you're not their parent why would you do that? That's kind of not nice. How do you expect them to talk to you if you're talking to them like, that? why would I tell you? I don't want to tell you anything. So there's ways that we do direct communication and it's not shaming, blaming, faulting or pointing a finger and making somebody feel bad about something. And on that note, I'll use my lovely teenage boyfriend as always. He's, he's the example. He's a very good example since most people actually don't know how to choose love because they don't recognize when they're choosing fear. When he cheated and it came forth, it was with my best friend, and him and I were chatting. This is the last conversation we had before we continued our relationship, and then they're the ones who engaged again in cheating behavior without admitting it ever. This part, they lied, <laughs> even though a month later, I saw the two hand in hand, and I'm like, I told you you were together to both of you. I don't know why you both just didn't admit it. It's no big deal, uh, and they denied it. No, no, it just happened. So even in the case of getting caught red-handed, they, they denied once again the truth to me in my face. No, no, it hasn't happened. Long story short, as I found out even further, confirmation and that was actually something I didn't think it was a New Year's Eve I was waiting for them with our family friends they come up from the beach with their cheating little girlfriend and that was 
when I got it told, I was surprised, I have to say, because I had heard rumors, but I wasn't thinking it was a real deal because her and I were friends. So I thought, yeah, they might have had a thing, but maybe they waited, you know, kind of kind of deal. And actually, the beauty, beauty of being a person who's intuitive is that I remember when I realized that they were having something go on with them, and it was because of something they told me. But here's where I'm a person who's very much a firm believer that if you're afraid of speaking a truth, I, I'm not going to make you tell me it. I'm going to let you do your thing and because I don't really care if you're hiding something. Here's where emotional security is at. A person cheating on me doesn't mean they don't love me. If they have a pattern and they are weak because they don't know how to be strong with their emotions, and that's normal to me if you're an immature, emotionally speaking, teenager. Again, I was a teenager too, but... I was not immature emotionally. Uh, apparently, it, it seemed that the trend, I figured it was the age group I grew up in. Now I'm 43, and I'm like, oh, no, it's not the age group. It's actually called people who have insecure emotional experiences. They do adaptive child dance, and they treat each other like their parents, and that's not love in the book of a grown-up. You better bet that is completely distasteful because I ain't going to pull strings so that you can stick around. That what, what, what is that? That's not, a really, that's not enjoyable. So long story short, I was using him to say my direct communication before all of this other stuff that I just said was this. I know what you did. I don't remember how I figured out that it was my best friend that he cheated on. That was something different. But I just remember like, wait, the little light bulb came on. It was her, not the other one. (gasps) And I found out my best friend threw another person under the bus. How shitty is that? I was like, what the fuck? I told her, I said, you could have just told me. And why'd you throw under the bus our friend? That's just bullshit. You shouldn't do that shit. It's not right. (laughs) So these are lovely people, by the way. This is where the grown up knows if you're afraid, you're afraid. It ain't evil. It's called, I'm afraid to love because I don't know how to be in an integrated brain as a grown-up. This straightforward as that. They all had insecure egos to this day, adoptive children. They may have trauma, and if they're getting good help, they will know how to become adults. The people who want to point these little fingers, and I've said that in my story, my friends, I love all my friends. Leave my friends alone. They're not shitty. They're just immature, emotionally insecure people like a lot of other people I've met, by the way. So there. I have yet to meet a person who has the balls, and I, I, I have yet to meet a person who has the balls, B-A-L, even if they're a female genetic, it doesn't, a person who has courage, here, a, a person who has the lion's roar to say, I'm afraid of love, and here's what I do every time I'm afraid, and it's because I am afraid of being a failure. The reality is, it always leads back to the same inner critic And here's the raw, I was a teenager and I'm like, what the fuck are you guys all talking about gals and days? Are you bullshitting me? Like you're your worst critic in your head. This was very straightforward to me as a teenager. Why would you talk to yourself like that? You make no sense. So now I'm a grown up and I can explain it to you. You know what I also know? Thank you, relationship experts. 50% or more people are supposed to be secure attachment. And all these therapists, as they're together, and I'm a consultant mentor, again, I ain't choosing therapy on purpose. And they're all there together. Like, but what's going on? You see them all mesmerized. And as they're all doing this, I'm like, oh my gosh, how many other therapists are there that think the same thing? Like the ones who think you can't always be on. What do you mean you can't always be on? Of course I'm on. I'm in love with life. Why would I be off? What are you doing with your body? So the on is because we're in our integrated brains with restorative embodied self. It's very straightforward, by the way, for love cycle people. So now I can explain it. Anybody who's a love cycle people, you're good. 
It's called emotional maturity. Please don't let yourself be confused and come on over here. Let's have fun together, love cycle people. Anyone who's love cycle, please come over so that we can be full of the Leo vibe that we already know we have because I know you know it. I know it. I'm feeling it right now. So when all of us get together, it's going to be beautiful, man. I can't wait for that day. I'm planning for that day. We're going to have to wait a little bit, though. We got to make sure we got all lines because, you know, anytime you got one that don't believe in humanity, they're going to burst our bubble. Humans suck. They're evil. No, they're not. Leave us alone. Go away. So there, again, leave us alone. Go away. Anybody who doesn't like being a human, go away. Please go away. Shoo, shoo, shoo. I love being human. I'm passionate about it. And now I can explain love cycles. So go, shoo. Anyways, long story short, this teenage boyfriend, I did not shame him. <laughs> I just said, I know what you did. Just tell me the truth already. We got back together. It's been two days. I know it. I know it without a shadow of a doubt. Come and tell me the truth. Tell me the truth. I, I think I said it at least two times. I'm just like, dude, just stop. <laughs> okay. And he came with the truth. And I was like, okay, was that so hard? Okay. I said, are you done? <laughs> are we done? Do we want to stay together? Because it seems like a ridiculous game of in and out. What are we doing? Just make up your mind. To me, it was more like just fucking choose what you want to do with your life. And here's where they chose. This is the point. They had an opportunity to do what was right. They were once again afraid. What did they do? I want to be with you. Oh, by the way, though, here's my friend. I really want you to meet them. They did try hitting on me, but I don't like them. I don't want them. I want to be with you. They were genuine. They were honest. And that's where we're going to leave it because everything else doesn't matter. They consistently chose to do once again what is a pattern of behavior that every person can recognize. That's their karma. Lo and behold, they're a beautiful couple, by the way. They are perfect for each other, and I love being able to interact with them and finally to have reestablished a friendship because to me it was ridiculous when our friendship ceased in the first place because teenagers are teenagers, and to me there's no big deal of the whole cheating. Again, I am polyamory for a reason, but even as a teenager without that word, two people make their choices. They're their choices. If you're afraid to love, you're afraid to love because you're afraid to be honest with everybody except for the people who are okay with honesty. But that's because when you're afraid of your own self and you're afraid of failure all the time, there's just many ways that you can mask that. So secure attachment people have a lot of ways they're adaptive children is what I was trying to get to. This is a secure attachment person. They have a great household. They just have a regular, and I say regular because again, the people who have other types of environments, it's a very different thing. They get overwhelmed with emotions and the overwhelm is where, let me get to the other group. The overwhelm is something that the compassionate mirrors to those people will be presenting and have presented. And so they're going to be able to say, I want to be loved. I don't want to live a life of fear. I don't want it. The people in the middle, like the lovely teenage boyfriend with their lovely girlfriend or whatever they call themselves, they're in monogamous relationships. That's why I can't talk to him. They're still jealous about this whole, <laughs> it's been years and there's still equations of uh, hopefully one day I can have a chit chat with her because I really don't have a care about the past, but I think she knows it. Um, long story short, though, respecting to make sure if people are jealous, you know, you again, leave it alone. It's better because otherwise we're going to end up upsetting people unnecessarily. So when you love, you respect in an effort to not help to create a disharmony. 
So for example, here, I did not get supported in moments where I knew stuff was going on with my lovely person over there. And I was told not to reach out because it would create a fight and said, who knows? But I did not have support. And by being told you're going to make them fight, I chose to not reach out to check in because I didn't want to create a fight. That's not why I wanted to reach out. I wanted to reach out because I was having consistent dreams as a mystic that they were not doing well, that they were unhappy. And then I was being told that they weren't happy. And I was wondering and concerned with the person that I care about and wanted to reach out. But they said, no, you're going to get them into a fight. And I didn't. And so here's what it means when you respect because you care, even though at the end of the day, for all we know, it's a bullshit sentence. But at the same time, it doesn't matter. The person in question is a person who never, ever chose to take ownership of their life. And in fact, the way they treated the entirety of the relationship and just everything is clear in the book of a person who has compassion and love makes me sad to see that other people point a finger at his beautiful companion because she got what she wanted and because he turned out to be not even half of the person he could have been. He made a very conscious choice and it was, I don't want to be myself. I want to have a life that I devote to another human being. And they chose that human being. And this is all unconscious. Doesn't matter how it is. They're happy. They have family. They're, they're great. He didn't give up anything. He chose what he wanted to become. And he wanted to become, simply put, that woman's thing and that family and there's there's his belonging there's his meaning in life there's his purpose all of his dreams they don't matter and if he sits in regret it won't matter to him because he will be saying to himself i have this this is much more cherishable than that that's it and so people who compromise their life it's because they compromise themselves in a very specific way it's called not learning how to be a person who can speak your emotions and thoughts. And on the movies, it's all over the place. People with the little Ben and Jerry's in their mouth, right? What, what, what are they eating? Or drinking it away. Or the ball and chain. All the stereotypes. Go grab all of them. Go grab all the stereotypes. and over. Oh, go grab the generalizations. Please, please bring them over here. Because see, if there's one thing people that are not 5D don't understand, it is that they're not 5D for a reason. It's called using stereotypes and generalizations to insult the human species. So let me disengage from that one and put it to the side. The person is beautiful. They're happy. I'm happy for them. Are they half the person? Of course they are. They're, they're not even remotely close to what they could have been. But you know what I see? I see happiness. I see devotion. I see family. They're everything they ever could have dreamed of. So stop blaming some woman who just choose and chose to know that she'd get him sooner or later because he was that weak and that much of a person who was not decided in any way, shape, or form to do what was right, which would have been, you know what, you're right, let's not be together because right now I'm actually interested also in another person, you and another person. This is a very straightforward conversation. It's not hard, is it? And that's where it would have been, okay, fine, we're reorganizing our relationship. That's all. Or maybe not. We don't know, will we? we? All we know, all I know is they did it again. Oops, I did it again. I played with your heart. But you know what's beautiful about love cycle people is that nobody was playing with anything. So <laughs> here's where when I think of the past, I'll never forget that first month once he had broken up with me. I was like, wow, this is really great. I actually thought it would be horrible. I'm finding out that it's not. 
So I know it's going to take me some time, but I'm having a joyride with these actual people who seem to be a little bit more grown up than this person was. So there you go. And you move forward in life and there's no post-traumatic growth. I know for some people there is. Again, take it very seriously. Those who go to therapy will know those words. Those of us who have taken love and ran with it, we know something called expansion of consciousness. And so here's why. When you talk to us about our oversoul, and you want to say twin flame or flames or soulmates, we're going to look at you and say, "Mm, I'm not going to tell you my story, but what I can tell you is I am fucking amazed by everything that I've learned so far, and I can't wait for more. And uh, no, I'm not going to tell you who my twin flame or flames are because they're not joining us today. What do you want to do? Shall we go now? And you better bet that this is always the case for any of those twin flames or flames. And really, people don't know a twin flame. Now it's just a trending topic. And we're going to put that one to the side note. But serious note, if you are curious about something because you really have a a twin flame thing, 5D mystic land is different. So there's paid subscription-based model content for it. And we don't talk about people like their soul contracts. Nobody is a soul contract ending we're a big ball of energy. Please stop talking about karmics and energy vampires and allow yourselves to recognize that these are people. And if they have any unresolved trauma, it comes up when ascension energies comes up. So leave them alone and do love. Do the Zen master or don't talk about 5D. Oneness consciousness, it's because you're an integrated brain and a restorative, at least you're moving towards it by embodied self. So we have compassion for people who don't know how to handle Let's get to it, the emotions. The people who are not moving into grown-up land, we don't need to be concerned because they're going to keep doing what they do with 4D, 3D, and other soul age groups. The people who have chosen love, they have chosen that they don't want to live life with fear and they have seen from the love of their life the mirror of love and compassion and they're tired of their own bullshit. They're tired of their own fear. And they actually are really, really tired of skipping out on love. So basically, when you do have a love of your life, and some people know it since they're like teenagers, okay, uh, you will not be disengaged from when you get that love as a grown-up, right? So fast forward again and I'm using an example it doesn't have to be that way I do believe personally in love at first sight and for people who are 5d and in their functional adulthood I believe they know exactly what they are feeling because they're functional adults for a reason it means that they have a gut that works really great because they have a restorative embodied self so they know what healthy love is that's safe haven a person who loves them for who they are with their flaws and imperfections, so they're a handful, everyone's a handful, one, and then two, that the person is a secure base. And so that means that they actually get excited about whatever adventures they're going on, they're excited about them going, if it's polyamory, about them going on a date with somebody else, they're okay with the fact that they share each other, and then they obviously have other types of decisions that they make through dialogue, because it's conversations that happen not Uh, in any way, shape, or form, uh, hiding. So love doesn't hide. Shame hides. Love speaks up, even with all the fear in your throat, even with all the fear in your body that you're going to be rejected, you speak. 
This is what love means. So people who are choosing love and they have that love of the life, they're not doing hiding away. They're, they're speaking even with fear as we speak again. That's what Leo season brought for people who chose their self. And so the bullshit they're tired of is basically with themselves. They know that they're skipping out on something that's a great opportunity. <laughs> and they're not skipping out, of course, they're claiming it. The ones who skip out aren't the ones who are moving into our sphere of enlightenment. And um, the ones who are, what they're getting to do is to have the, I'm a handful, I have these triggers. I, I go and uh, quietly sit in silence for days on end. I go and drink for days on end. It depends. Everybody has a different story and they're going to say, I don't want to waste my time. I know that time is precious. We have 24 hours a day and I actually don't want to waste one minute of it without you. So here's what I want us to do. Okay, so the people who have difficulty with emotions are the ones who are taking the people who are compassionate and have been presented those mirrors and saying, I want you to help me if you want to help me. And in this case, romantic partnership is what I'm talking about. Okay, because that's what partners do. They support each other to become mature emotionally and mentally. And they support each other in safe haven, secure base. This is a healthy, secure attachment relationship. Doesn't have to be monogamous. That's where the people who are in it choose it, okay? And we focus on personal development. We focus on you in moving into your enlightenment soul age group if you want. And we focus primarily, though, on your inner well-being. So you being able to be mindful and in mindset with your inner growth mindset journey. So you as a person. And then mindful relationships because you are Zen masters. And if you're mystic, you have an oversoul. This means you also tap into your oversoul. Like the one person that I was talking about, that teenage boyfriend, when I was given the don't because you'll get them to fight and I was already aware of how lighting candles and prayer and all this worked, I began to manifest clearing all that needed clearing for best interest of all parties involved. Because I knew that obviously the past that we shared made them was one that was with heartbreak and deception and all energies that are in a way stifling or worse stifling aspects. So I did what I could to clear out and, and ensure that at least from my end, if, and again, here's where we don't get confirmation for sure of things, but we do think of confirmation in a certain way. And I'm going to leave that one to the side because I, personally did have confirmation that it helped, but it's where it can just be a coincidence. doesn't have to mean anything. The part about knowing that people criticize another person, this upsets any Zen master because they are judging somebody who didn't do anything except for she fought for love. To this day, I never expected anything different from her. And to this day, I love this person. She's a great woman. Now, she should definitely reconsider those mechanisms that she used. But other than that, she's always gotten and went after what she wants. And you know what life loves is when you see people going after what they want. Because at least you know they didn't give up on their self. They chose to fight for themselves. They chose, I believe in this, and that's why I'm going to go for it. And that's where I've always, again, when I look back, I have... <laughs> 
she did what I knew and she still as a person everything she's gotten she was able to get it by fighting for it now I don't believe in having to fight in that sense but I fight for things too I just don't do it with a I'm gonna fight you no we actually have a very different energy about it uh, it's called love we persevere so uh, fighting is nowhere near the body of a survival mode for a person who's a love cycle excuse me and I was lost in thought because it's a different energy. When you're a love cycle, the fighting is expansive. You don't feel rigid. You feel more love and 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 it in fact involves all people. It's all inclusive. Here I'm gonna use Sadhguru. He has a nice quote that is about karma because we do Dharma, the love cycle people, but we all also do do karma because karma is you taking actions. Uh, here's, no, this one, uh, whatever you do, he says, just check, is it all about you, or is it for the well-being of all, this settles any confusion about good and bad karma, so like when I was doing my candles, I was doing it for all people involved, because I knew that it was three of us, not two of us, same thing goes when in the future, there was other situations that I unfortunately had to uh, consider happening and I did the same I lit candles for all people involved in an effort to allow myself to clear anything that needed clearing because again energy is just energy so the candles you light it and it clears away um, the intent is important and love is always the intent so here's why nothing bad can happen if love is in, is the intent so people think that bad can happen uh, that's for other people not 5D, not enlightenment, and not anyone who's in the uh, sphere of functional adults. We don't use words as bad, even though it's a perspective. And, you know, again, let's not talk about those aspects. That's for people in duality. 5D, we're in non-duality. We're in neutrality, and then we explore duality. So, of course, we can say bad, good, but, again, from neutrality to explore it. Like I was saying, love of life presents. They give you their hand. They want to dance. What do you do? So the people who want to dance are taking that hand and dancing along. And that's why they're tired of their own hiding out in their room and in silence and speaking up about it. And so the overwhelming emotions are something that they are finally free from because once you say, I'm a handful and a failure typically, and I fail at all of this stuff miserably, and I really like you, because it always stays that simple. I really, really like you. I don't want to fuck it up. I don't want to fuck it up. You know it's beautiful when people actually mean it, and then they know that only in time can you actually not fuck it up, meaning work together, is that there you go. Commitment. You don't need a ring for it. All you need is time. That's the only thing you have. And that's what shows always if forever is true. And that's till the day we die, though. So that's why it's, it's actually quite funny when a 5D person thinks about forever. Because when I think about forever, somebody can tell me today, I love you forever and ever. And I'll be like, hmm, and what does that love mean? Uh, what are you going to do? <laughs> Where are you going to be? What are we going to talk about? And, oh, by the way, you're going to be okay, right? Because I'm polyamory, just so you know. I'm going to share my time with other people, not just you. 
and that needs to be okay otherwise i don't know what to tell you long story short all of us are something and when it's about love though and appreciation that is always negotiable meaning flexible adaptive coherent energized and stable love cycle people don't do um lists so it's not here's what you have to do for me <laughs> otherwise no it's here's who i am uh, here's what i embody here's that's why like i said the person saying i'm a handful don't worry what handful do you not know that we're all handfuls we're all people we're all imperfect we're gonna fuck up we're gonna have lovely passionate discussions i can't wait how intellectually interested are you in these types of topics by the way what are we going to talk about so obviously intellect i must add is something of intrigue to people that think a lot but that's where we also know some people don't so you know not all relationships are safe haven and secure base some of them are only safe haven some of them are only secure base some of them are only secure connections some of them are secure attachment connections the vast world of talking things through it's beautiful and the people who are tired of their own bullshit they actually um are speaking up because they're like if i keep doing this i'm just going to sit in fear and then i'm going to miss out on the love of my life because i chose to be a basically scaredy cat about potentially failing which i know i can do but if i don't try it out how am i going to know how am i going to know if i am successful the truth about relationships is that they have never gotten more complicated for a love cycle person those of us who are zen masters it's not complicated it's actually very straightforward what is not straightforward is the people who don't know about their insecure attachment styles and the way that they're wired what we do the zen masters that learn from the platform of ihp because we talk about it i'll be doing some episodes where we actually look into the uh, insecure attachment styles i'll use poly secure book because she does a really great job at listing some of the patterns and on that note though um anyone who is a love cycle you're a lion this means you love life all the time and i want to share it's one thing if you have a person who says to you i'm a handful these are all my fear buttons now i want to work with my fear buttons and that means they're going to grow up and i'm saying emotionally speaking and and here's where the thing is uh 5d mystic it's for a reason that i use these words i'm talking to people who know purusha prakriti it doesn't matter if you're not spiritual what it means is you're the essence of your own life you live in a ventral vagal state you know what it means to wake up in the morning be in a restorative embodied self you have an integrated brain okay so right now i'm talking secure attachment mature human beings optimized infinite higher human consciousness potential experience it's zen masters because you're compassionate towards all but right now when i'm talking about partnership life partnership okay if you're always on a thousand you're not going to be with anyone that can't maintain it if that's just as straightforward as it gets it's not because you don't want to it's that the minute that they're off the gas pedal you're on you're navigating there is not a place that you stop enjoying life the people who stop enjoying life they have situations it's fair and square if you take ownership of your fearful spots you speak of them you plan on doing something about it it means you're planning on working with your own actual again it's a process yes but there are official good therapists for this process 
There's no reason for any person to compromise the level of experience that you can have in a relationship. And what I'm speaking and spelling out is something that will be very clear to those who have had, at the very least, your own secure attachment and therefore not uncomfortable feelings with emotions, not uncomfortable feelings with being vulnerable with people that you love. Pure and simply straightforward. And I'm telling you, there's plenty of people that are functional adults. You don't need to be in relationships with people who don't plan on working with their own emotional triggers. Their emotional body is their nervous system. We co-regulate together. So you don't just self-regulate. There's all the, it's not about lists. This is my point. It's about flow. If you're a Zen master, you live life with flow. (laughs) So we ain't here to say, do this, do that. No, you do you, I do me. Like the teenage boyfriend, I've always, when I met them, I knew they were afraid of their, their, they never became anything because they're afraid. They were afraid of their own. It's sad. It's sad. This is all I'm going to say. When I look at that human being, I'm like, you're happy. I'm happy. I'm so fucking happy. You're happy. Because there's so many other versions of you that I can see. And all of your family keeps shitting on some other person who did nothing except for one thing, which she did because she loved you and she still does. And there you go. So you're not going to fight when somebody sees what they want and they stick through it. It's because they really wanted it. And that's what relationships are. And that's why it's beautiful to see him happy and her happy. It's sad to see the same scared face but you know again they don't need to worry about it because they got plenty to keep them busy and they don't even think about it it's all the other people who keep comparing this human being to what they used to be as a kid they're not that kid they they chose not to become the adult version of that kid it's all on them it's not a bad thing they chose what was more comforting to them and that's what life is you choose either to live vibrant or comfort and as Sadhguru's pointed out Some people want solace, and that's why that's good for those people. (laughs) The love that I'm talking about ain't soulless. So if you got a person who's coming in, they talk to you about their stuff, great. You don't have to dumb down the love is what I'm saying. You can handle it and understand what needs to be understood because there's direct communication, no shaming, no blaming, no faulting, and that's about it, because if there's anything else, that's not really a relationship, okay? So when two people are straight with each other, it means, here's where I fucking am afraid of fucking up, and I do it all the time, and I want to take ownership of it, and in time, you'll see, and that's where it stays direct communication, and Again, not hard to do. When two people love each other, they will always want their inner and outer well-being. So it means that you seek that you are accepted for who you are and you accept them for who they are. You don't nag at them like some parent and they don't nag at you like some parent. You're two grown-ups who share the essence of life that is independently and then in unison, you are differentiated and you link your me-we. It's beautiful because, by the way, that means you got two you got two independent pieces of consciousness. <laughs> Roar. Okay. So again, when a person takes ownership of their self, the reason why the people who are going to choose the love of their life get to roar is because they actually have an awareness in their own self that they can own that energy. 
and they want to own it, which is also why no one runs away from love unless they're scared shitless. But again, then they've chosen fear. Person who sees the love of their life and they know what that is in all the terms of the mystical land that I just described because science doesn't do justice to mysticism. That's why I like bringing, bringing it all together. <laughs> Even Sadhguru doesn't do justice to mysticism, but that, not in a, in a bad way. He's spirituality. He, he's here to teach you spirituality, so it's normal that he, he brings certain concepts. I'm thinking about the fact that we do know about our future lives, our past lives, and our oversoul, and that's why I was saying he doesn't do... Because he says disregard, disregard. It's like, what are you... I'm not going to disregard my oversoul. you got to be kidding me. That's the best time ever is to know about the people in your future, the past, all of that. That's why 5D Mystics, man, come on over because it's a joy, right? I, I created episodes just for you. So when you get a hold of your Akashic Records, I'm still smiling because I, I love that. I've always loved the Claire's and 4D does crap with it, okay? They do crap with it because they put you in this whole idea of karmics and third parties and soul contracts and da 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 and it's a boring, boring shit show. Here is a different show, and it ain't a shit show. It's actually called being able to be the Zen master of the Zen tradition story, and then being able to remember if somebody has their adaptive child, leave them alone. They want to stay in fear land. Leave them in Maya land, please. Don't, don't engage. What you're not engaging with is not the human being. It's their emotional responses. You learn how to navigate the insecurities because you learn how to disengage from it. That's all. So the love people that are choosing love, the people that choose the love of their life, they take their hand. Their hands are already holding, actually. So they saw them as the teenager. They saw that, you're my love. I know you are. I can see it. Now they got that love. And now they're like, okay, I really want to hold on. But are you sure? Because handful here. And then you, you go here and you do, here's my hand. It's full too. <laughs> it's full of shit. Is yours full of shit? We're both full of shit. Okay, now let's go and have fun with a bunch of shit, shall we? Because the rainbow is, is still shining over here. And that's where we're headed. We're headed to rainbow land. Uh, it's beautiful. I can't wait. I'm very excited for our content. And as we move forward to create, oh, don't forget, we're going to have some paid subscription for the retrograde um, those energies, I'm still thinking of how to organize it. So love messages, people chose their self, their beautiful lions, all of them roaring, the ones who still need to master to roar on a thousand, they're the ones who are saying, hey, come here, come on over. So they're taking that love of their life and they're uh, enjoying each other's company. And how they enjoy, we don't know, we don't care. All we know is that love is in the air. And that love is because there's a ventral vagal nervous system engagement. So there's a restorative embodied self and there's a integrated brain approach. So there's talking about things. If there are triggers, we all can have them. There's knowing them. And that's why actually people who come together, they speak about these things. Some people, they just allow them to naturally unfold. And that's where when that takes place, as long as the other person is actually participating, you'll know it because they will take ownership of that. So this is, for example, let's say you get really quiet every now and then, and I notice it, right? And uh, you consistently, though, are able to say, this is how I get sometimes because I need some time to myself. And then there's also the uh, awareness of, let me make sure they know hey, you know, I'm in that moment of mine again. So 
probably going to be quiet for a little bit. I need some time to myself. That's all. But I'll be back. I'll reach out to you and, you know, give me seven days, five days. It doesn't matter. But this is the point. A person who takes ownership of their triggers will know how to say, you know, here's what happens every time I get into this mood. And please don't worry about me. Um, I'll be good. But I, I really need this time to myself. And that's it. Now, if it flows in a positive sense, this is where people end up not needing that. And I say positive because if you don't move into secure attachment, you're not moving towards your healing. That's all. So there's a process. Everyone knows their own and partners. We work together on it all the time. That's love. It's working together all the time with compassion, love, chit chat, direct communication. Be always there as you can. Obviously, you speak up as well. That's where we all speak up. We just do so as grownups. And that's why we can hug each other all the time. Looking forward to hearing from you. Have a great day.